This episode of Welcome to the Potty is brought to you by Bet with Joel. Do you want to fatten your pockets? Do you want to bet the beat the bookies and 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 bet the bookies that you're gonna win and and let them know that you ain't you ain't playing with them motherfuckers, bro. You wanna you wanna get eventually restricted from certain bookmakers because you're betting them so badly, beating them so badly. Sorry. Um, then you got to sign up for bet with Joel for the, uh, you know, the best in sports betting. He will email you, uh, he'll email you the, the tips, the bets of the day. He'll tell you what bookmaker has the best odds. He'll tell you, um, how many units to bet on a certain, uh, bet. And he'll tell you why. Uh, he's chosen to go the way that he's gone, and let me tell you, I've been I've been on bet with Joel for probably a few weeks now, and uh, I'm I'm making myself a nice little a nice little set of uh, you know coin on the side, bro. I'm baking two loaves, bro, and I'm not talking about in my pants. I'm not talking about the bakery, you know. I'm I'm betting with bet with Joel. And I'm up and, and I'm trending up and I'm going to stay up, you know? So bet with Joel, follow bet with Joel on Instagram, go to betwithjoel.com and, uh, sign up and subscribe. Welcome to the party. Welcome, Welcome to the party, bung bung, it's your man Claytron, aka the big boss man, aka the clumsy jeweler, cause I'm always dropping gems, aka the milkman, cause I always deliver, aka the PhD of podcasting, the Magnum PI of podcasting, the captain, you know, I could go on and on, um, shit, today's episode, we've got a, we've got a guest on the show, uh, you're not gonna see it on the live stream, but you will, you'll see it on YouTube and you'll see it, uh, you'll hear it on uh, your favorite podcast apps, wherever you can find Welcome to the Potty. And his name is Joel Williams and he um, he has a, a betting service called Bet With Joel, right? Where you subscribe and he sends you the best, um, the best bets, bruh. So, you know, you bet that, uh, you know, Steve Buscemi is going to be the next one to get me too'd, bro. You know, I mean, it's more sports betting, but it's things like that. It's like, you think Gary Ablett's going to get suspended again this week? You think um, the Magpies are going to win by a handicap of 14.5 points this week? He's going to send you through the best shit, bro. And um, I'm feeling real good about what I've been, uh, what I've been doing. Um, so far on on bet through bet with Joel's service. So um, that's our guest. We're gonna have uh, Joel Williams on the show, man. But shit, this week I had I had a major. You know those Monday blues that they talk about or or whatever they they call it. I had that shit something chronic yesterday, bro, or on Monday. Since this is the Hump Day episode of the Welcome to the Potty Podcast, and this is episode one hundred and fifty three. So we're out there, um, you know, recording, bro, and we're and we're recording episodes, and uh, um, 
yeah, so I had that that shit, right? And it was like it wasn't because it was a Monday because I was working, I was killing, right? Whatever that means in the professional uh, lexicon, you know. But uh, I had this, I had this fucking not client, but like someone, someone working alongside a client, and I can't say too much about it because uh, you know it's all sensitive. But bruh. My whole, my whole attitude was fucked up for the rest of the day, even when I came home. And you know, you can't, you can't even really come home and be like in a bad mood and shit when um, you're in a relationship or even if you've got a housemate. I remember when I had, uh, one, two, three, I used to have three housemates. Okay. At once. And I'm not even talking about in college. In college, I once had five, five roommates at the same time, bro. You know what? That is, that's all, that's almost cause for concern, bro. Cause that's when, that's when relationships get tested. So I come home and I'm all fucking grumped out, bro. I'm coming in, I'm coming in hot. And, uh, what's up? PK, PK, my guy, he's in, uh, he's in the UK, um, following dreams and, uh, sinking Jim Beams probably. Or probably sinking warm beers or whatever the fuck they do over there. Eating mushy, mushy peas or some shit. And um, he's making music for you to groove to. And uh, probably do some, probably get grammed up to as well. I, I don't know. I don't know. Um, but shit, bro. Speaking of getting grammed up. I um, no Jim Beams because they're shit. Yeah, well, I feel you, PK. I feel you, cause that shit kind of little bit makes me want to fight, especially if it's got coke in it, cause um, the sugar in coke just gets me fucking turned, bro. It gets me going more than the alcohol does, you know. I think sugar is probably the most addictive drug out there, and no one's even talking about it. You're giving your kids Fruit Loops, bro, and then wondering why they're like, you know, strangling your cat. Like you can't just give your kid Fruit Loops, bro. Cause your cat's gonna die after that. You're gonna give your kid Fruit Loops and then and then stick it in front of like Dora the Explorer, bro. Guess what? Your kid's gonna be addicted to Coke, and I, I don't know how else to put it, bro. Sugar is a gateway drug to Coke. Everyone's worried about weed, bro. Weed? It, bro. What? Worried about weed, bro? Literally grows out of the earth. And you just pick a little flower off it and you light it on fire. It's, and you can say, oh, cocaine comes from flowers. Yeah, once you fucking add baking soda and there's a recipe for cocaine, bro. You know, you got to cook it up, add baking soda, you got to dry it out. That stuff starts off brown and ends up white. You know, that's wild, dude. Um, So, I forgot what I was talking about. Drugs. Oh yeah, sugar. Sugar's the dr gateway drug to cocaine, and it looks just like cocaine, dude. So your kid's gonna be like, mm, sugar, bro. When I was a kid, I used to sneak into the pantry with a spoon, dude, and eat sugar. And when my mom was at cafes and I was with her, I used to grab one of those sachets, dude, a little sachet, and I'd rip it open. And I would suck the sugar down, bro. No wonder I'm all fucked up today, dude. I was addicted to sugar from a young age. And that's, see, that's dangerous. That's dangerous, man. And so that's, um, 
that's the that's the gateway drug to cocaine is sugar. And um, what have we got here? Icing sugar is dangerous. See, you put that on top of a cake, bro. And the cake's kind of like, it's got sugar in it already, but it's kind of boring. You put some icing on that bitch, boy. Oh, shit, bro. Icing sugar, that shit is, that shit, that is basically Coke. That's just Coke with a little bit of sweetener in it. And then you can go and like get into Milo, right? Fucking take a spoon of Milo to the face, bro. And you think, you think that's safe, dude? You're addicted and it's brown. So that's like, that's like when you're getting that sweet Colombian shit, bro. You know? Or if you get that fucking brown sugar, bro, and it's all like sticky and you're like, damn, this shit smells different. And you have a taste of that shit. And that, that's almost like malt liquor. That's like drinking a 40, like, dude, sugar. And everyone's worried about weed, bro. What? Government. It's all about that fucking, that green, bro. Not about that white. Should be though. Don't do drugs though, kids. Um, and if you're a kid, you probably shouldn't be listening to the Welcome to the Potty podcast because it's explicit. This is some explicit shit that we're doing over here. Um, what else? What else? Let me think of a, uh, a story that I can tell before um, I get off the live stream. Um, shit. Right. There was this one time and, um, and I'm thinking of it. I'm thinking of it because remember high school, dude, when you used to, um, you used to be like talking right at lunch or whatever and be like, Oh man, I fucking failed that test, dude. And you know, you didn't, you know, you studied and you did good and all that shit, but you come out and you're like, Oh, I failed that bro. Cause like it was cool to be stupid or something like, think about that, dude. Do you know how annoying stupid people are, bro? So stupid, so annoying, bro. And then, and I was out there listening to these cats and they're, they're talking to me about, oh, I failed that shit. I'm like, what, what do you want to be in school for the rest of your life, bro? And some people do. Some people want to be back there right now. But as I always tell you guys, high school was some of the worst times in my whole life. But check this out. You think, you think, if you look back, you think that girls is like, you think that girls is going to say to you like, oh, Oh my God, he's so dumb. I love that. No, bro. No. So if you're in high school right now listening to this shit, wake the fuck up, bro. It's not dope to be stupid. I remember, I remember like, um, I remember when we had to read out loud in class, some dudes would pretend to stutter, bro. Pretend they couldn't even read good. And I was like, you, bro, you were just on your phone reading text like it wasn't none. You're in here reading a book and now all of a sudden you're illiterate. Bro, that's so backwards, dude. And then all the band geeks, remember the band geeks? They're all, now they're all the coolest motherfuckers on the planet. And look at us. Look at us. Working nine to fives, bro. There's a girl from our school, dude, called Camilla. And her fucking Instagram, her name on Instagram is Camilla Bass Killer, dude. What? That is dope. That is dope. That's a flamethrower Instagram handle, dude. And she's in LA, dude. I just saw her performing with none other. And I'm not even bullshitting right now. And sometimes you guys think I'm bullshitting. I'm not bullshitting. 
She was just performing with Willie fucking Nelson, dude. Speaking of weed, bro. See how it all comes full circle here at the Welcome to the Potty podcast? Shit. Willie Nelson? She was one of the, the band geeks. We're all out there at lunchtime being dope talking about like, oh, I just failed that shit. Duh. I'm so stupid, bro. She's in there practicing the fucking bass, bro. I slap at the bass. Now she's on stage with Willie fucking Nelson. How do you guys look, man? Talking about I failed. You idiots, dude. Look at you, man. Wake up. That's inspirational coming from the uh, PhD of podcasting because I actually do have a PhD. So I'm a professor of this shit. So, um, you know, I used to, when, when we were reading out loud in class, I used to be, I used to calculate, you know, how many sentences Till got to me. And I used to practice my piece, bro. And I used to be articulate as hell, dude. So if they were like fucking, you know, one day it will all make sense. The, the dude before me would be like, one day it, it will, it, it'll, it will all, all make Sensei, sensei, sense. I'll be like, sense, motherfucker. Like, uh, Billy Madison. Remember that? Fucking, um, he was like, uh, today, Junior. Whereas I'll be in there, I'll be, I would be fucking pronunciating and enunciating and all types of enunciating, bruh. And I would be like, fucking, one day it will all make sense and they would be like oh shit he can read bro and see and that's what the girls love bro and everyone bro guess how many dates i got off girls saying like hey do you want to come back to my place and do reading homework fucking zero but imagine imagine bro i actually remember my first ever um interaction with a uh little downstairs situation. I remember it. And I, and actually my first time touching a, uh, little Vij, you know, um, little VJ Singh, you know, my first time touching one of those was also, bruh, the first time I had intercourse was the same night. And guess what? We skipped, we skipped fellatio, dude. Skipped it. I didn't even have that till later in life. So that's um, apparently what I'm talking about on the Welcome to the Potty podcast this early. What's up, Budgie? Hope you had a good weekend with friend of the show, Corey Maynard. And you've tuned in a little bit too late. I've uh, I've told my stories. And what I'm going to do now is uh, I'm going to sign off of live and welcome uh, our guest for the show, Mr. Uh, Joel Williams from Bet With Joel. And if, uh, if you haven't already, make sure that you sign up, subscribe to Bet With Joel to get some premium tipping advice or betting advice, and you're going to make some more money and have more problems like me. Uh, I actually have been making a killing since signing up with Bet With Joel. So please, uh, welcome to the show, my friend, uh, Mr. Joel Williams. I'm a giant to these niggas like San Fran And it's beat slap nigga like a backhand I know you wanna fuck a rapper, you a rap fan How you just glowed up like Pac-Man I get it, you got bands Make your own money, make a nigga's penis all at once If I hit once, then I know I can hit it again I was, um, I was actually in New Zealand for my nana's funeral And 
Um, well, my mum and stepdad were staying like in another room, obviously. So yeah. whenever I was just in the hotel room, I was just listening to so many podcasts, and that's like really when I started listening to them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, at the time, I was still playing basketball, um, so had a bit more sort of of a following on social media at the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, me and my housemate and teammate just started. Yeah. And um, it it just sort of went pretty wild pretty quickly, which was cool. And then we sort of stopped when <clears throat> when I stopped playing and moved back home. Cool. Yeah. And um, then I just missed it and I started back up again. Actually, I reckon I've heard... You said Claiborne. Yeah. Yeah, I reckon I've heard about you. Yeah. Over the years, back when you, were, you went over to the USA. Yeah. Yeah. Did you play yeah. with... Uh, Corey, Corey yeah. yeah, 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 crazy small world, yeah, Adelaide. <laughs> did, you, did you go to school with Corey? Or yeah, suck it yeah. up. Okay, so he was in yeah. the year above me. Um, we weren't close, but we knew of each other and stuff. And um, and PJ is a good mate of mine. Do you yeah. know PJ? Yeah, know PJ well as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So PJ lived with me for a while. Oh, okay. Yeah, so he, well, he's like brother. Yeah. yeah, and he did he have an MMA fight? It's um, coming up. Oh, it's not. It hasn't happened yet. No, it's coming up. Not this weekend, the one after. Yeah, right. So. Yeah, cool. Shit, I might have to um, see if I can get some tickets to that. Yeah, man. Definitely yeah. should. Yeah, it's going to be, uh, well, I know he's training hard for it, so. And do they have, do they have markets on that? Do they have markets on these? No, I wish. Or I wish. Nah, no. I wish. Don't, I've looked into it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Yeah. So, and how did, you, how did you get into, like, sports betting? Like. Oh, man. Um, are we live? Uh, yeah. Yeah, we're live. Yeah. Um, oh, sports... They don't want to be live for 10 minutes. Yeah. Yeah, and then we'll... Um... Oh, sports betting for me, man. I mean, I got into sports betting when I was 16, probably. Um, goes a bit off record here, but it's on the record. But we used to go down on school lunch break to the local tab. Yeah. We used to have... Uh, in your school clothes? In, no, no, no. So oh, okay. we used to have in my boot, because we, we've got a license like 16 and a half. We'd all jump in my car, me and the boys, and we'd drive down to the tab and uh, have change of clothes in our boot, in the boot. Yeah. So in the car park, we'd get changed, go in in casual clothes. And I think the lady at the tab, she kind of knew us, knew, but just kind of turned a blind eye. So we were putting NBA multis and stuff on when, when I was 16. And yes. Kind of never stopped from there. And just uh you know just kind of the love for sport i guess and then betting and you know i never kind of i just continued to grow grow from there with betting so and uh so 16 so who's who's playing in the league then that would have been 10 years ago oh man uh it was oh it was jermaine o'neill's and yeah i reckon that was even a little bit earlier jermaine o'neill's and stuff but yeah i remember james jones yeah, from Miami gave us a real fry one day. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he uh, we had unders, we had unders, and uh, you know when you're up by ten or whatever, you dribble out the clock. Yeah, as you do. And James Jones just threw up a three hail mary from half court or something like that, and, no. and just and just sunk our unders for like back in the day, it was like a big multi, a grand, a lot yeah. of money back then. Yeah, and uh, yeah, so I remember James Jones was definitely playing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, me and my mate still joke about that bet. Yeah. yeah. So, oh, James Jones. That would have been before, well, before LeBron went to Miami. Yeah. That was. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. It would then, have been. And then he went. He ended up going to Cleveland. Yeah, because yeah. So when did he go to Miami? In when I was in year twelve, just finishing up. So, yeah, LeBron was still in in Cleveland. Yeah. Yeah. Right. 
And um, did you did you play sports growing up? Yeah, I uh, I always played AFL footy. Yep. Footy, um, Australian rules football, and um, yeah, my whole life, you know, coming up, played obviously first at, at Sacred Heart, but after I finished school, just uh, yeah, just didn't didn't go on with it, I guess. Yeah. Um, when you don't, we're not going to make that next level AFL, or whatever. I mean, you just kind of take it for fun and yeah. and started working and stuff like that a little bit and focusing on money, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. As you do, so. Yeah. So what were you doing bef- uh, for work before you started um, Bet With Joel? Man, well, immediately before, I was I was purely sports betting and playing poker for approximately four or five years, solid. Wow. Yeah, purely that. Like so, just so making a proper living? Oh, proper, yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. It was comfortable as well. And, you know, I still get a little bit of my own stuff on despite being restricted um, through people and stuff like that, which helps as well, so it's good. Um, but... That was for probably five years solid, and then before that, I was part owner in a cafe. Oh yeah. Um, down at Dinga Beach, started one from scratch with a bloke. Um, What's it called? Is it still there? Yeah, still there. Breeze Cafe and Bar. Yeah, I, yeah. I actually just had a coffee there probably a month ago. Bullshit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. So, I I was actually one of the creators of that initially. Okay. So that that was like a rundown old shutdown restaurant. We transformed the place as it looks today. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it was great. That was a great experience. I was 21 at the time. So being very business-minded myself, that was a great experience for me. And when I exited that, for unfortunate reasons, me and my um, business partner didn't see eye to eye on a few things. Yeah. Um, won't go into too much detail here. But, yeah, once I exited that, went back into the poker scene. I was pretty good at poker from a young age. Okay. Um, and sports betting. I mean, people knew me as a poker player probably over the last four to five years pretty well, but sports betting was always far more profitable for me than poker even. Mm. Yeah. So. Do you have a sport of choice or like sport that you're most sort of um, I think, professional in? I think, oh, look, AFL, I think my percentages are best in AFL yeah. because bookmakers aren't as good. Okay. Simply because... It's not a worldwide sport, yep. so they don't get them right as often. So my percentages are the highest. But NBA is widely known amongst the betting world as one of the hardest sports to beat. Yeah, period. Oh, absolutely. Because it's just so um, commercialized worldwide, and I consistently beat the NBA. So that's probably my number one sport because it's seven days a week yeah. when it's on. You know what I mean? So it's, it's brilliant because you can bet and, for me, make money seven days a week during season. So yeah. it was ideal. Um yeah I, was, yeah, I mean, I'd, mates live with me through the time and they, they were astounded at some of the numbers just on turnover because you get 10 games a day. Yeah. And, you know, if you're betting X a bet, $500,000 a bet in over 10 games, you might have 12, 15, 20 bets. Yeah. And so it seems like a lot of turnover. But, you know, when you when you work out your actual risk because it's spread, yep. pretty well spread, it, it kind of brings it back down. And if you're making 5 10% return or profit on turnover then you want to be turning over as much money as possible yeah yeah so that's kind of how i shifted that perspective from a young age of being a better 16 like i told you yep and learnt my hard lessons young and then and what are those i think just just natural things is that you know you want to you know put big multis on and and basically taking what the bookmakers give you betting on what you want to bet on as a fan yeah Rather than finding where they've made a mistake. Yeah. So now, 
shifting that perspective to taking like I always and in my tips always advise to take singles you know rather than multis yeah. and stuff like that and you can chuck a multi in for fun and, and it's great but you know when you start to change your perspective you really want a solid solid income and you, you don't want to um, expose yourself to too much variance so singles are good so when I say learn my hard lessons I guess lost at the beginning yeah. you, know, you know you lose as you can't win Especially, like, I guess when you see the multis start multiplying. Yeah. It can, it's, it's so easy to get greedy. Of course. Of like, course oh, it one is. one will turn this from 2000 into 7000 Exactly. And How good just, is it? It's the yeah. best. I'll just, you know, put 20 bucks on that. I'll, I'll be the first. I'll be set. Yeah. Like, you're not going to hit it. I'll be the first <laughs> to say then, like, I was there, you know, yeah. and, and you can't blame anyone else for being there. That's what, and that's what bookies always, you know, they do, like, one leg fouls will give you bonus bets. Yeah. Because they want you to take multis. Yeah. You know what I mean? And multis are fine. And, and you know what? I see a lot of um, free tip sites and stuff all over the internet um, advertise like big multis yeah. as their sign-ups. And it's just like magic in a bottle, man. You know what I mean? They, they sell a dream that really isn't sustainable. And that's what I really wanted to bring different to the industry yeah. with the business is something legit something where it's teaching and educating people actually about how you can actually make money long-term betting yeah. rather than, you know, oh, look at the multi we hit. If you want in on this action, sign up here. Like, it's it's not like that. Yeah. That's not what I'm trying to sell. Yeah. I like the um, I like the fact that you're not... What, the ones that I've seen a lot are the ones that, like, try to build stages or whatever. Yeah, yeah, I the like, stages. Yeah. Oh, they're they're like, sicking me. Yeah, and it's just like... Okay, so there's like seven stages or whatever, and you're back to depositing money if you lose on the third stage. Yeah, dude. It's like not only you're giving money to these guys, but you're giving money to the bookmakers, and you're just you're losing twice as much. And it's like this is with with what you're doing. You first of all, you've you pick something that's not you know it's not a five dollar odd. It's you know dollar seventy, dollar ninety. Yeah. By you know how sure you are on the win you're, you're telling us to put more um, units on yep. and and why as exactly, well not exactly. just do this exactly you're saying he's done the one I liked was I think Hooli oh, yeah. um, last Friday night yep. he said like he's had two absolute blinder games yeah um, and it's just not going to keep happening and the bookmakers the, they've over adjusted yeah they've yep. over adjusted for it and what do you know? Well, I was actually sweating a bit towards the end. <laughs> he started racking them up late, yeah, didn't he? Yeah. <laughs> but we were home at half time. Yeah. I mean, and then he started really racking them up late. I was like, what's yeah. this guy doing, man? <laughs> yeah, man. No, nah, he was, uh, yeah, cash. I think he had 28. Yeah. We had under 31 and a half, didn't he? Yeah, mm-hmm. but look, those, dude, it's good we're talking about this because those stage, you know, those stages, they're my biggest pet hate um, because... How can you have on day one your best bet, right? It's your best bet, and then you bet 50 bucks on it. And on day six, it's your best bet, just as equal as day one, and you're betting 4,000. Yeah. You know what I mean? They should be staked equally. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you're just leaving it up to chance, and look, I just don't believe in that. It's it's selling, like I said before, selling that pipe dream to people. People see those big figures. I can start at 50 bucks. And that's why so many people are signing up to these tipping sites and leaving disappointed. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's what I'm trying to change. Mm. You know what I mean? So, And um, I guess 
with depending on what your bankroll is, that's why you're saying bet units, right? Yeah, so that's right. for someone who's got a fifty dollar bankroll, a unit might be five bucks. Yeah. You got a five thousand dollar bankroll, it might be five hundred bucks. Yeah. Um. So, the the more that you like, the longer you stick it out, the more you make, the more you bet. Like exactly. Yeah. Instead of it just compounds. saying, like, oh, we've got seven in a row here, boys. So let's let's just blow it all yeah exactly yeah. right Unbelievable. you know what i mean it's, yeah. it's ridiculous <laughs> and that's what i like as well like i have lots of guys hit me up about packages and stuff and the first thing like i'm not asking their financial position but the first thing i do ask is look what's your betting bankroll you know what are you prepared to invest you good yep 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 okay yeah. what are you prepared to invest um because then I can like effectively direct them towards a package that best suits. Because there's no point a guy signing up for gold or black and their bankroll's a thousand bucks. Yeah. Because their unit sizing should be a portion that's not gonna make it sustainable. Yeah. So like I I ideally recommend you should have seventy five units in your bankroll. So if you've got seven hundred and fifty bucks, your unit size should really be ten bucks. Yeah. Because that's gonna make you immune to any downswings. Um, and just being, you know, being able to withstand any any losses and, and be there around for the wins because, yeah, I mean, you can look at our results. You know, we have we do have weeks we break even or day, days we lose, but if you look at the trend line, I mean, all you got to be is you just got to stay in the game and, and reap the rewards. Yeah. So. So what's a what's a typical day in the office for you? Are you looking Are you looking back at like? previous games for individuals or have you sort of you've paid enough attention that you don't have to really look back or like wow yeah. how are you sitting in the office every day um well in terms yeah. i don't look back too often because i'm usually pretty up to date watching live yeah and everything like there's nine games at afl a weekend you I'm, got screens on at, at work yeah i've got screens i've got a yeah. screen on my wall i've got um a screen in front of me then my laptops as well um Plenty of screens. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Too many screens, man. I'm trying to get off the screens. Yeah. I mean, I did a little story on my Instagram the other day of my, my phone, my phone screen, my screen time on my phone. Yeah. And it was nine and a half hours a day yeah, on my man. phone. And I thought, you know, and it said, you're 12% down this week. I thought, what? <laughs> yeah, wow. But, you know, so screens is something I can't escape, but you know what? I love it, you know, so I'm not complaining, but... Um, a day in the office looks for me, depend, it all depends on the sporting events that day. I mean, with the NBA, I'm up super early. Yeah. Doing injury reports, all of that. And then throughout the NBA season, I'm watching games from 10 till 4 every day. But that's how you stay. I couldn't get the edge I have by not doing that. No. You know what I mean? And, and that's another thing that I guess people that are interested in signing up have to be wary of. Because if they've got a job... If they're a driver, if they're in retail, they're not allowed their phone or something sure. like that. Your bets, your um, tips come in reasonably close to the game, yeah, as they should because yeah. you don't like injuries could come out of the blue and stuff. Exactly. Like that. So it's yeah. If you're if you're paying money to get these tips and you you don't have your phone on you, you're gonna miss it. So exactly. Yeah. yeah, you need to know that you can always take a toilet break. Yeah, you know, or whatever. But. Um, with the AFL, it's pretty good. You know, you get a Friday Arvo for the Friday night yeah. games. Um, but yeah, NBA, you know, you got to be able to have that toilet break, I guess. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what else, um, do you do sort of like, do you do any, uh, a lot of people bet on soccer. A lot of 
yeah. friends of mine, I don't, I've got no yeah. idea about soccer, so there's no point. But yeah. do you do any of that, like Premier League or? I like... think Premier League's a bit like NBA, where it's a worldwide sport. Mm-hmm. It's known to be very hard to beat. And the fact of the matter is, is I've only got so many hours in a week yeah. that I know that I could better okay, but I wouldn't be a real expert. And my goal is to really focus in on the stuff that's going to make, well, initially it was to make me the most money, yeah. but now it's to make the members the most money. So I steer away from EPL simply because there's not enough time in the day, but you know, whether... Where do you start going when NBA season is gone? AFL is number, you know, huge. Yeah. Um, and then tennis... Tennis, right. Okay. I've bet tennis since I was 16. So I know all the players. I know their history. I know the surfaces. Um, yeah, I love tennis. And, and tennis is all year round. And it's during the week, which is good. And then we have like the local league stuff as well. You know, um, the local basketball leagues, soccer leagues, which is okay, which is cool. Um, you're on a bronze membership at the moment. So you might yep. not have got any of that stuff yet. But no. usually in February, that's gold and black. Um, and then with AFL, man, I mean, that's plenty of action. I mean, gold, gold and black members are receiving on a Friday night, you know, um, they might receive five plays for the AFL that night and then Saturday they'll get 10 or 12 and, and Sunday another six mm. and then a couple during the week. I mean, that's plenty of action. Yeah. You know, yeah, absolutely. um, I was breaking it down and it works down each package plays, pays less than $2 a tip. So Biscuits, man. Biscuits. Yeah. yeah. And that's good because I like providing value and, and you know, the members are loving it so far. So that's good. Right. And and how do you get restricted on, um, for your, your self-betting? They, like, I mean, I guess one account, if you're, you know, Joel Williams on, on one account. Yeah. And then you're, you know, Ben Simons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How are they... How are they tracking you down? Or are you just giving them a hiding on all these different names, and they just they you just keep getting suspended on everything? Pretty much, right? Yeah, pretty much. Um, yeah, without admitting to fraud or anything like that, I you know. But, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, we we're always finding way to get ways to get our bets on, and and you know, at the end of the day, it sickens me to my core that these bookmakers can advertise come beat us you know they advertise like the punter can win yeah but the winning punter can't win yeah because if you're going to beat them long term they'll just restrict you well it's like it's like a casino yeah you uh you go in there and you can lose every fucking day for 10 years and you have one crazy night and you're banned for life well does that happen i'm not sure oh well they, they just assume that you're cheating if yep. you're, if you're, because it's, the house is supposed to win. Of course. So, I mean, if I go in there and I have a crazy night, that probably means that I've won a thousand dollars and I don't give a fuck. Yeah. But if some people go in there and have a crazy night and they're, they're up two million or some shit. Different story. They're yeah. like, well, I don't want you in here anymore. I think now as well, casinos have even like tightened the locks. <laughs> Used to be able to count cards and stuff with blackjack. Now they've all got the automatic card shufflers. So they've taken all of that out of it. Um, you know, the roulette, the roulette, um, wheels. Mm. How the casino makes their money on roulette is the green, right? Yeah. The zero. Now you go down. Now there's double zero. Yeah. So they just doubled their profit margin, and and all, all the you know mug punters or the average guys just having a bit of entertainment on a Saturday night. You know they don't care. They don't know, and, and yeah. the casinos are just raping people silly. It's a disgrace. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, really. Yeah, and it's 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 interesting to me that like they will 
they all ban one one person. Well, they're 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 stealing money, like they are. <laughs> yeah, they are. They're fucking stealing. They're money. making a killing on a daily basis. Not like, to mention the pokies. I mean, that's another. That's topic for another day. But yeah, it sickens me. You know. Yeah. And then you know. Yeah, people. There's a there's a bit of an uproar at the moment, actually, in you know the AFL and and athletes betting and stuff like that. But yeah. why isn't there an uproar about athletes that go in and play the pokies or or gamble on blackjack or anything like that? It's a bit, and that's a hell of a lot worse. At least guys are getting entertainment out of sports betting. And, yeah. You know, are we able to talk about what's going on in AFL right now? Because I haven't talked yeah. about it yet on the potty. I have just <laughs> spoken to a few of my friends about it. Yep. Friends of mine that don't really have, well, to my knowledge, any insight into the AFL at all. Um, and oh, I don't want to do it to him. <laughs> I'm not going to say his name. I won't say his name. I went to high school with him, so... Yeah, yeah, all right. Um, there's a lot of... And you know what? It's not my problem if people can put two and two together. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. There's a lot of stuff going on at the moment about somebody indebted to yeah, I don't know yeah. bikies or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know where I've heard I've heard gambling. I've heard drugs. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if it's both. Yeah. But, um, like, well, it's, I just I don't know. Do 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 you know if there's any merit to it? Do you know? If, I've heard the same. Yeah. And I, to, about gambling like drugs and not drugs I haven't heard about that but I've heard about gambling and <clears throat> I mean I don't know the guy so you know I you know I hope he gets it all sorted out mm. um, but I've heard stuff around you know you know and he's in for a, a whole heap in sports bed and, and companies like that as well his, oh his, really yeah, his, well not that he owes but his history is oh, right. enormous yeah you know and I thought about actually reaching out to him, to be honest. Yeah. You know, and saying, "Look, mate, if you let's change the way you're betting." Yeah. You know what I mean? But it's probably not appropriate. So I just it's probably yeah. Yeah, it's like, not. It's like it could be frowned upon. It could be taken the wrong bit. way. Yeah. But it's, it comes from the best place. Yeah, yeah. Like I don't even want anything for it, but let's change this. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, but yeah, I mean, I can't comment too much because I don't want to elaborate on rumors. Yeah. But, I've heard about it, and, and that's it's, it's that's interesting. What, rumors come from somewhere, though. That's that's the only thing is like. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure there's some. You know, Wayne Wayne Carey back in the day, like there was a rumor, and oh, like that's because he did what he it did. Went down. Yeah. yeah. Um, but hundred you know, percent. No, I with think the internet and stuff the way it is these days, things can start, but also they can get finished pretty quick. So the fact that this is sort of stuck like shit to a wall is yeah telling in itself a bit. Yeah, uh, I I think. It is sticking to it, like, especially with selection and stuff like that. You're seeing all those issues. You're wondering if that's a part of it or not. I don't know, half your, half your listeners might not even know who we're talking about still. Yeah, yeah well, I've, try, I've tried not to... Um, I thought it'd be good content. Yeah. But I've also been like, you're better than Matt Clay. Like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, hey, I'm definitely not here to, to rag on the guy. And actually, you know, we all have our problems, man. Yeah. And you know what? There's worse problems to have than... Than the ones that I've heard that he's had. So, oh yeah, he's a great player, and I wish him all the best. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I mean, I I guess lucky he's not a you know a regular sample player and um you know working at a fish and chip shop or something, and he's actually getting paid a bit that <laughs> yeah. he may be able to sort of get himself out of this situation. Well, exactly right, and I think 
it doesn't matter how much you earn. Everything's just amplified, you know. So uh, there's a million people out there that are going through the same issues, just on a smaller scale, mm. you know. And they're just not. It's just not in the media. It's not just well, no one cares. Yeah. So it's not uncommon, you know. And I think probably people, you know, need to like understand that probably ten guys they know are probably in the same situation. You know? Yeah. I think I think it's just like it's it's probably easier said than done, but you just gotta you gotta bet with what you can afford exactly yeah and that's like if I if I if I lose what I've got in my sports bet account yeah that's fine because I've still got a bank account as long as I'm not fucking replenishing it every day exactly like, just yeah. gotta know when to sort of wait till the next paycheck or something yeah yeah sort of he's got some, some kind of control yeah some kind of control first and that's I mean the first thing I'll ask when when guys um, ask about oh how much how much should I bet per unit and stuff like that? And first thing I say is, look, I recommend 75 units in your bankroll. Make that bankroll whatever you're comfortable with. Don't don't overextend yourself because it bring it'll bring stress into your life that you don't need. Mm. And when you're comfortable, everything will flow, and you can build, and it doesn't affect other parts of your life. That's that's what's key about sports betting and investing. It's like you know if you put more than you should into a stock, a speculative stock tip that a mate told you yeah you're stressing yeah. you know so it's all about balance in life and and you know I think and based on results and it's great because when I first started bet with Joel people who knew me um, knew it was legit because yeah. they knew me and right. they knew what I'd been doing but outside of that I had to tell them to trust me you know and I, I appreciate all the guys that trust me trusted me from the start Guys, I don't even know, and you know they've reaped the rewards of three months. But now I don't need to sell it. You know, I'll just say, look at the graphs. Yeah. You know, I can just, I don't need to sell it anymore. So I'm there to help people. The results are there. You can see them. I don't need to sell it anymore. You know yeah. what I mean? And and that's what we're doing. And yeah, I I guess people with with this product in particular with sports betting. Yeah. It's a social thing. People are watching games with friends. People sure. getting super fucking excited. Like, what are you so happy about? Oh, yeah. like this tip I got from Ben with Joel. Like, <laughs> that's the best. Yeah. That's the best well, bit about it. Why don't you tell me? Because I fucking paid for it. <laughs> yeah. I'm not fucking telling yeah. you. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. But that's the best bit about it, man. It makes sport... I mean, obviously, you're an avid sports lover as well. Sport's good at the... You know, without a bet, but fuck, it's good. Yeah. With a bet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when you're invested... I was at a game the other... It was a Crows match recently, and... I think the Crows are up by like 60, 70 points. And I was kicking overs. And so I was kicking the Crows all game. And then who was it reversing? Anyway, the other team was like kicking a few late ones. And I'm up and about doing these ones. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and the whole crowd around me, what's this fucking bloke yeah. doing? <laughs> it's the best because, you know, you're invested from the start to finish. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, 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 a fun, it's a fun hobby to have. Did you, for any of the packages, did you um, put on a bet for KD? The other day? What do you got? Yesterday? No. No. But I did have a little play myself on unders mm. um, with a mate. Because I have a mate who helps manage accounts and stuff because I'm quite busy with the members now. So yeah. I speak to him about the plays we're taking. He manages some getting bets on and stuff, which is good, handy. And um, 
we had unders and obviously he started very well. So I'm thinking, yeah. mate, he's three from three from three. What are you going to do? And then he goes down. That was really that was a real dampener on the game when he went down. Yeah, yeah. I was um, supposed to be working. I had my phone under my lap, my screen at work. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I'm like trying to write a report. I'm just sitting there like a zombie <laughs> like watching the game. But um, yeah, like my whole day was sort of fucked up after that. I was like, that, it was sad, that sucks. Man. And I was so mad at Toronto, man. Like, not the team, the the, the fans. supporters. I, I think, couldn't believe that. I think it was people actually, and so they should be like you know really ripping into Toronto for it. But I think Toronto was so in the heat of the game, they probably didn't even realize what they were doing until yeah. and then. When or like it's hard. Like you don't know how bad it's going to be. Yeah, they just Especially think oh, he's sore. Yeah, he's just had a right calf injury. They probably just thought he pulled it again or something. So I mean, benefit of the doubt, but like. Yeah, they're definitely coughing it for it. Yeah, it's pretty <laughs> tough, man. Like, you don't really want to see your team win against a depleted team either, so... I know. Insane. Um, in their defense, I mean, the Warriors are stacked. I mean, even without... Kevin, yeah. The Warriors are a legitimate team. Yeah. <laughs> they just... I mean, they gave it everything yesterday and just came away with it. So I man. I mean, I, I had... I had Golden State by probably most of the world before the season even started. Yeah, 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 of course. But Toronto is legit. I think they're going to be hard to beat. Yeah. I think... Kawhi on that 10-point stretch at the end of the game. Dude, it was over. That was... That was wild. It was over. He's he's on another level. It was... The the things that he's doing in the NBA are... Right now, it reminds me of LeBron, to be honest just the way he operates and the way he brings everyone else up around him. Like you saw Toronto for all the seasons past. I mean, they were just cho- they were choking season after season in the playoffs. And then Kawhi just brings this aura about him and it lifts guys like Lowry. I mean, you see a different Lowry, you know, that that last shot aside, it was, it was partially blocked. But, yeah. you know, you see that different confidence, the way he handles himself now. And that all comes from Kawhi, for sure. Mm. It's um, a bit disappointing for DeMar, man. <laughs> I, I was thinking about that today and I was like that really sucks I follow him man and um, <clears throat> I'm really interested because he doesn't put much up on social media at all and like he does the occasional stories it's, it's always it's a really grim story it's, oh really? yeah like it's just like just silent of you know him of some like song lyrics and stuff and I just feel like he'd be having a real hard time I really like DeMar DeRozan as well, as a yeah. player, as a, as a, you know, I like lots of the players, obviously, mm-hmm. but feel for him, man. I mean, it's just like, because everything that, everything that the Raptors owner did, um, what's his name? Masaru Drury. Yeah. Um, yeah, everything that he did's just been validated, basically. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it sucks. And he's like, it just sucks as well, because he sort of um, put his hand up and told the world he's got anxiety and all of that. And- I know. And then he's gone through all this shit. Did that just, happen before? He, he got, that happened before. I think it did. Yeah, it did. Yeah. And then, then bang. And they did him like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they, they did him like that. Yeah. <laughs> it's a cruel game, sports. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a business. And that's the thing. That's a little bit of... Um, I think fans and players both forget it. Yeah, definitely. So fans get mad at players that request trades and like... Yeah. You know, uh, it, it's and then the, a player requests a trade but it's more like a lot of times it's because they got in their feelings about something yeah and yeah. it's like this is like this is your job man you just need a fucking you've got a boss yep and you got to listen to what they say like everybody in the whole world 100% man yeah um, 
Yeah, I, I feel like it's got a lot better. I mean, remember when LeBron left, obviously, to Miami. Gee, gee whiz, I mean, burning jerseys. It was like an uproar. Yeah. Hate, hated for years. I feel like now, and then KD did it. Jeez, but now it's kind of a bit more accepted. People kind of yeah accept it for what it is now. A bit more yeah, of a business. I don't, I, I, I'm old school in that sense. I like yeah. the... um like you know sort stick of with stick it stick with the team yeah if if guys are going home like KD went to like Washington or something you know, yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Different. different story yeah oh okay don't worry LeBron left LeBron and KD left Oklahoma that's not like Dude. he went to he was drafted to Seattle forced into Oklahoma and he left a shitty town and went to a good town on a good team without Russell Westbrook True, but, true, <laughs> true, true. Am I blaming him? Like, true, what? true. That's wild. When you put it like that, you put it very well then. I mean, because obviously the big argument is 3-1 up on the Warriors and then get rolled and, and join them. It all yeah, started with Boston. Far. Yeah, it did. Yeah. No, 100%. Garnett, Pierce, yeah. Allen, Rondo was just young. He was there. But yeah, yeah those three guys combining, that was. Yeah. And then... Um, Especially, LeBron's biggest mistake was the press conference, and I'm yeah. taking my talents. That like that was, come on, bro. Like, <laughs> that was crazy. That was... It was, man. I remember, I remember watching it live, and it was just like the biggest event ever. Him just sitting on that couch. Yeah. Did you hear about? You know, he spoke about it after, and he was he thought about having. Thank God he didn't do this. It would have been way worse. Like the teams teams hats, and then picking up the hat. Of the team, like putting it in, like, like yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he spoke about that. Did you see that? He spoke no, about that, that in uh, that thing he does. The shop is it? Oh, okay. Yeah, whatever it is. Whether in the barber shop. Yeah, I haven't watched. I'm like I'm a LeBron hater, so. Oh yeah. Yeah. Surprises me. Yeah. So wow. I haven't watched the shop or the other thing he does. Another show. Oh as well. man, how? Well, it all <clears throat> it actually started when he was in high school. And wow. they were already saying he's the next Jordan and stuff, and I was just like, "Right, this fucking guy." This, this is this is like uh, then, this is long term stand yeah. hate. Chosen one on the back, <laughs> then um, yeah. then he went to Cleveland and he like blew my mind. Yeah, and I was like, "This is unreal what this guy's doing." Yeah, yeah. And then he did that, the Miami thing. And yeah. Ever since then, I just haven't really given him a second chance. Nah, that's um, it. Like the wait last year was the closest I've sort of got. I was like, "He's really doing this himself right now." Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> the stuff he did, and even to win that championship, I'd have, when they were down 3-1, yeah. I had a good bet on this, it's a funny story, but um, to carry them with that side to beat the, the Warriors from 3-1 down, fucking hell, man. You can't, you can't comprehend that stuff, I don't think. Yeah. You know? Pretty good. Yeah. It just, every, like, not having Kyrie was different. Like, Delhi played out of his skin. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, they they sort of got out of jail a little bit. Yeah. There. But and then but then last year when he just had no one, Kevin. Lo- I mean, he had nobody. Yeah. You're right. He had nobody. And I, I was backing. I remember because I was backing Kevin Love overs because his his points line was way too small for Kevin Love yeah. and there was no one on the side. And he kept underperforming. Yeah. He cost me. He cost me plenty. <laughs> Kevin Love last, yeah. last playoffs. He paid in the end. Yeah. But fuck, he made me work for it. Yeah. Well, he um he. I almost think that that was like a mistake him going to Cleveland. Like he was a double double machine. Oh, twenty and ten. Twenty and ten, and twenty and even fifteen. Type, yeah, you know. Yeah, at Minnesota. Yeah. And then he went, and yeah, he got a ring, but 
but he just hasn't done he hasn't been himself since he hasn't man yeah and he was young then like he was like ready to he had a whole career ahead of him and now it seems like he's already getting towards the end and Mm. many lost years but he but he did play with with LeBron the King and won a ring and yeah some would argue that that's better than staying in Minnesota and being shit for yeah they're they're right now but yeah 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 D-Rose, D-Rose. D-Rose was my man. He was, yeah. He was, was he a big D-Rose guy? Yeah, man. And I actually remember the, I remember the day that he, uh, he first did his knee. I was wow. sitting in my dorm room in college watching the game. I was wearing my St. Patrick's Day green Bulls D-Rose jersey. Sick. And, um, <laughs> he did, and I've, I've done my meniscus before. Have you? I've done my left one twice and my right one once. Wow. And so when I saw it, I was just like meniscus. I took off my jersey, I laid it on the ground, and I was like, "He's he's done, and he'll never be the same." Wow! So if you how right you were. If you could put money on that, yeah, okay. <laughs> you you'd be in a big house. Yeah. <laughs> Beautiful. Yeah. Oh man, it breaks that, my heart. It breaks that, my heart, man. That fifty point game you had this year. Yeah, I, that was special. Yeah, bro. I almost cried. Yeah, bro. I oh. tear up thinking about it. Yeah, it was, was big. Unreal. Yeah. D-Rose is my guy, man. What's the... um? <clears throat> do you have, like, a memory of, like, a biggest bet, a biggest win, a biggest loss? Oh, man. One. Um, uh, there's, been a, there's been a few over the years, man. I mean, ones that really stand out are probably ones from when I was younger a little bit that meant more. Yeah. Now, when you kind of... Or recently, over the last four or five years, when you're doing it every day, they blend a yeah. fair bit. Um. Oh, what's the biggest? Oh, I think like when I was younger, probably not not even too much younger. When the Cavs did come back from that three-one deficit, mm. I had a, a double on. It was the Cavs to win the championship at seven to one, into the Adelaide Crows to make the top four. Yeah. At four to one, so it was twenty-eight to one, and I had four hundred on it. So it was like eleven two or whatever it is return. Yeah. And um. The Cavs came back and won, so it was yeah. sick. And my cash out, and we were pretty, we weren't heaps all at the time. We were like 21, maybe. I don't know. And, uh, all, you know, I posted it online and everyone was saying, cash out, cash out. The Crows can't make the top four. And I was like, a grand cash out. Then it was two grand cash out. Everyone's cash out, cash out. Four grand, six grand. And then the Crows just kept winning. You yeah. know, so I picked it pretty early that they were better than oh, they were getting right. credit for. Yeah. And then they got to round, the last round of the season, right? And they had... The cash out was like 10,100. And so it was like 1,100 more. But the Crows had the Eagles at home. And the Eagles weren't very good. Yeah. And the Crows were just going to get it done because they had to get it done to make the top four. Yeah. And um, and people were like... Then people were saying, nah, write it now. The Crows can't lose. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, I cashed out. So I didn't listen to anyone the whole time. Thank God. The Crows got rolled at home. Oh, okay. By the Eagles, missed out in the top four. I would have lost a lot. Wow. But I cashed it out for about 10 tour or whatever it was. That was oh, brilliant because that was when Sportsbet first announced the cash out option. Yeah. And so I won 10 grand. I like that winner because it was 10 grand I actually didn't win. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. I've um, never, I've never uh, won on a cash out. Nah. I'll always, for the record, um, never cash out because yeah. they bought it in Um they give you worse odds to cash out than yet than it actually is happening. So that's why they offer it to you because they'll give you worse odds. So basically, 
if they give you a cash out of a thousand bucks, it's hard to explain, but you should be getting twelve hundred bucks. But they right. they take their cut and then offer you a cash out. Do you know what I mean? Of, of the actual of what you should be getting on the probability of the rest of the bet coming through. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, never cash out. Yeah, right. Okay. Go with the ship. Yeah. <laughs> Go down well, with the ship. <laughs> well, you would have lost it all. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I was I was a bit younger, and and no, I think in that scenario, um, when it's that much money, you can you can weigh yeah. it up. But yeah. in terms of everyday moldies, just ride it to the death, mate. And the same like, uh just psychologically, if you if you do cash out and then your fucking team wins. That's that's got to hurt. Even though you come away with some cash, that's got to hurt. It does. Yeah, it would. I mean, I don't. That's I swear to God, that is the only cash out I ever done, and that's because it was a, such a big figure. Yeah, and it just wasn't worth it. Thank God. Yeah. There was another, probably the most memorable loser that I've had. Oh, it was only two years ago, I think. And it was on a tennis match, and I was because, as I said, I've bet tennis for a long time, and I can't remember what match it was but it was like it was a small tournament it wasn't a big one and I watched Benoit Pair beat this Asian nobody just the round before on one leg like his knee was gone oh yeah like he had this huge leg brace he was getting around on it he just got over this hack of a of an Asian um, player I can't remember his name and then he had Denis Shapovalov who was a young guy who I watched at the Australian Open live gun gun yeah. I really liked him and so I thought, there's no way on one leg Shapovalov loses to a pair. Like, no way. Yeah. And Shapovalov, I was getting like $3.20. So I, I unloaded the clip. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, had a, I think I had five and a half grand at $3.20. Fuck. Yeah. So big go. Yeah. Big go. And uh, so I was ready. I was outside ready for the game. It was the best. And uh, Shapovalov won the first set, six love. Ben on pair could not win. Like, he just couldn't get around. Right, six love. Yeah, it's a two set, two sets to win because it's a small tournament. Okay, oh, and then Shapovalov starts being playing hero tennis and really starting like hit winners every time, hit winners, and he kept missing. I'm like, oh, what are you doing, man? Yeah, you know, what are you doing? And he just kept doing it. And then Benoit Pair got over him in the second set, and I'm going, what the fuck is going on here? <laughs> then Pair gets a bit of confidence. Yeah, starts moving a bit better. I can't remember what the third third set went down to, but long story short, I got rolled. <laughs> oh, how frustrating, man! Oh, it was unbelievable, and it was purely from Shapovalov just trying to hit like Nadal and just couldn't get it done. Yeah, yeah, crucifixion. But that's rough. Did you have any on the uh, Roland Garros? Yeah, yeah, yep. yep. Um, sent some out to the members. We we had a good. Uh, well, the, both the women's final. We are in the women's final. We had Barty. Minus two and a half games. She won six. Oh, yeah. I saw your story. Yep. Yep. So we collected there. And then we had uh, in the final of men's, we had no tie break at two to one. That was over the odds. It should have been a dollar seventy. Oh, okay. So we capitalized there and got the result, which is nice. So, yeah, yeah. good. Um, and so, yeah, so being being restricted... Does that mean does that mean they've they've put a cap on on what you can bet? Pretty much, yeah. So you can, you can still have accounts with bookmakers, yeah, but they just won't let you like. Yeah, roll on I think like if I open my sports bet right now, clicked on basketball for game five or whatever, yeah. went to click on a bet, the max would be five bucks or something. Yeah, 
Like legit. Oh, real like that. Like that bad. Like they bring you down to. <laughs> I mean, they bring you down to two hundred, one hundred, and because it was my own account, I just ran it right down the ground. Yeah. Um, when we had other accounts and stuff, we'd ride it down to about a hundred bucks and piss that one off and get another one. Yeah. But yeah, my personal ones. Yeah, it's like five bucks or something stupid. Do they shoot you emails and tell you they're gonna do it, or does it just like? No, no, they just do it. Yeah. And then you call them. I'm gonna do a piece soon where I'm gonna put on speakerphone. Yeah. Get video of me talking to them, them giving their bullshit excuses about why they're not letting me bet there. Yeah. Because it's gonna be sick because it's a it's a disgrace. You know that recent debacle about sports bet not paying out and the forty plus disposals. Did you hear about that? No. So. All these punters bet no to any player having 40 disposals. And they priced it so punters were getting over the odds. So it was a great bet by the punters. And it won. And then they refused to pay out. Why? Because it was a mistake. What about the bullshit? They paid out on the election like two days earlier. Yeah, that's just, a, that's just a promotion cause. And then oh, to make okay. them seem like good blokes. Oh, oh we paid out on Labor. And then, and then Liberal won. We paid out on both parties. I mean, they just... How many people do you think actually bet Labor? Not that many at a dollar ten. Yeah, right. Like, but <clears throat> yeah, so but anyway, there's a massive uproar about that forty disposal, um, them not paying out. I, I I literally I couldn't. It's been happening to me for years. They, that, that's what they do. And sports bet actually, actually isn't the worst of them. Sports bet's actually not bad. But these other bookmakers, man, Bet Easy, uh, Ladbrokes, whatever, all the rest of them, you know. They're crims. They're crims with a license. Yeah, right. Yeah, really. Um, and so, so what, like, you just, you either just for the rest of your life just keep making new email addresses and new names and keep going or you, you know, yeah, say well, to your friend, like, here's 500 bucks, let's let's have a crack here. Pretty much. That that yeah. was kind of the go because you need, you need to have legit ID, legit... It, uh, oh, that's right. Forget legit about that. ID, legit bank accounts are the same as the ID. Oh, so yeah. you actually have to find different people. So Yeah, right. I'll tell you what, man. Bit of a grind. Yeah. <laughs> bit I, of forgot, a grind. I forgot all about that. Yeah. I've had, well, I'm 29 now, so I've had mine for 10 plus years. Oh, the dream. Yeah. You'd have a but, good solid history. You've got plenty of winning left in that account. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like you can, yeah well, you'll be able to win for a while. I've certainly done a bit of losing on it. Yeah, well, <laughs> that's good. You've got plenty of upside to come. <laughs> You know, yeah. Because um, I like I like spring carnival season for the horses. Oh yeah. And I'm probably more well because horses are so tricky. Like I, I do a bit more reading and all yeah. that stuff with horses. Whereas NBA, I'm like basketball. I know basketball. Let's fucking chuck this on this. Oh yeah. shit, we lost. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. do actually a bit better on the horses than I do on sports. Well, I think um, people think they know sports and they they might. But yeah. it's not about knowing sports as it, as it is as much about knowing betting as well. Yeah, you knowing know, correct odds. Well, yeah, and uh, when when they've made mistakes with the odds. Yeah, and like you know, it, it's marginal mistakes. But one thing I always say to people is, so with the NBA, you could say to me any player in the NBA that I could actually have a bet on, so mm. a legitimate player, and I'll tell you his averages, points, rebounds, assists, no worries, top of my head. But more to the point is, you could tell me their team's playing that team tomorrow what odds would you give him to get, say, seven assists? And I'll price the market for you. Mm. So I'll give you an exact odds range that it should be. Mm. So that's where you get your edge. And that's where that's where I can do that. And I can see markets. I'm, nah, I'd have that at this. That's wrong. That's well, we're going we're gonna to test your skills. <laughs> because um, do you have a charity that you support? You know what? 
Um, I'll do I'll do the um the Great Barrier Reef. Oh yep. Yep. There's a there's something that's supporting sustainability. Because mm-hmm. I've got a little project I'm working on with them, so we'll do that. Okay. So that's supporting sustainability. Is that what it's called? Like, I'll, I'll get I'll get you the name. Yeah. Exact name. No worries. So <clears throat> we've got a we've got a game. All right. And I've called it oddly enough. Oddly enough. Yeah. Like it. <laughs> so we're gonna see, and I haven't really worked out how I'm going to um say. I'm going to give you a little bit of leeway around yeah. the odds. Yeah. yeah. I don't know how much. I'm just going to see how impressed I am when you uh Yeah. Right. say it. So I've got 5 here and I've got I've got a bonus one. So if you get if you get 3 out of these, 3 out of 5, right? Yeah. I'll give 50 bucks to to this uh, charity. All right. Great Barrier Reef supporting sustainability. Yeah. So Toronto Golden State game 6. I'm sure you've uh Probably been doing a bit of a little, having a look. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Fred Van Vliet, the toothless assassin. Yeah. yeah. Over ten point five points on Friday, game six. What are the odds? Well, it's an even money bet, really, because I'd price his line at ten and a half. So that's, that line's spot on. So it should be <clears throat> should be dollar eighty six. I think. Um. I think. From memory, I think it was a dollar eighty six for under, dollar eighty four for over. Yeah. So I'll uh, I'll pay that. Yep. <laughs> I, I'm in, I'm impressed by that. So I don't I don't know whether I'm given point two or I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See how it's impressed. There. We'll just see how impressed I am. All right, Adelaide Richmond this week. Yeah. And this episode is actually going to come out next week, so all these will be done already. But yep. that's fine. Yeah. Um, and we talked about Bully before. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Thirty plus disposals, um, against. Adelaide in Adelaide. Is that it is in Adelaide? Yeah, yeah, it's in Adelaide, yeah, yeah. Okay, so it's the this is with sports bet? They're all with sports bet. Yeah. Okay, so it's with sports bet and it's wholly in that thirty plus market. Yeah. So they're always criminals here, so they're always priced it under okay. what it should be. So I reckon wholly thirty plus in this market. Jeez, oh, I should have brought it down a little bit, but I reckon they'll be doing probably dollar seventy fives. Two dollars ten. Two dollars ten. Yeah. Well that's that's not bad. That's not bad. That's not bad. For 30 plus. I mean, no, no, no. That's probably correct. That's correct. correct. Yeah, right. Because I always, like I said before, they always, they, they always do you. Yeah, So I was expecting right. a bit lower, but that's probably correct. Okay. So if you had a bet at that, not. Well, I'm not going to pay that one. No, I don't need to pay that one. <clears throat> now, you've probably, I don't know how much these ones are jumping around, but you've probably had, I'd say you would have had a look at these. Kyrie to play for Boston next season. I haven't looked at any of these. Oh no, because these ones are rough. Actually, I've <coughs> shit. I've crimped you on these. Yeah, you killed me on this, <laughs> man. Okay, to play for Boston. Yeah. Oh, dude. Oh, what they're offering? Um. Oh man, probably six to one. 860. 860. Yeah. yeah. But I reckon I reckon I'll pay that because I think I think you should pay that. Yeah. <laughs> I'll pay that because um that was like third or fourth on the list. Yeah. Um yeah. And 
So what I was just out of interest? What was first, New York or, or Brooklyn? I think it was Brooklyn. Yeah. I think it was like Brooklyn, New York, LA, LA, Boston. Yeah. Yeah. Um, LA was like five sixty or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. But I'll pay that. Um, and then we've got Jimmy Butler to play for LA Lakers. These futures aren't even stuff I bet on, but I'm gonna give it a good crack. Jimmy Butler to pay for LA. Yeah. I mean, four bucks. Seven bucks. Seven bucks. Yeah. Wow, that's long. So what? They've got Minnesota strong fave. No, oh, sorry, Philly. Philly. Philly, sorry, Philly, Philly. like a dollar fifty. Sorry, Philly. Yeah. yeah. Um, not paying that. No. This one here, you're, you're two and two. Yep. So this is, yep. this is for all the marbles. All right, let's go. Come on. And this one is a sport that we haven't talked about. Okay. So it could be, could be tough. Stanley Cup game seven of the Stanley Cup final. I think they, they don't call it finals like the NBA. They call it the Stanley Cup final. Game seven, St. Louis versus Boston. Um, what are we paying Boston to win the Stanley Cup final in game seven? Oh, dude. Not my sport. Makes me look real bad here. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, man. Not my sport. Nah, I'm requesting a new question. New question? New question. All right. I'll have to go, because the bonus question, the bonus question was going to be a double or nothing question, so I won't, I won't go to the bonus question. No, no, no. Yeah. Um... <clears throat> Let's see here. What are we looking for? Sports bet. And um, I'm going to see if I can find some tennis. Is any tennis happening or not? Because that just finished. The French Open just finished. More, you know, it's small stuff now. Um, you'd be able to find some. Let's still go over stuff. There's a couple of tournaments going on. Table tennis or regular tennis? <laughs> I was playing table tennis this time. I got rolled. Do you have in the office? Yeah, in the yeah. office. I got a table. Yeah, we've got one, but it's folded up. With, um, we've just grown a little bit, so we've got no space. Yeah. Um, Good I don't know any of these players. Do you reckon if I just name some random player, you would know them? Yeah, probably. In the men's or the women's? This looks like women's. Um, ATP. Hertogenbosch sounds German do you know of a Borna Korich yep yep um, Borna Korich to defeat Taylor Fritz in the ATP Hergenbosch Her Hertogenbosch Korich defeat Fritz <clears throat> I'd probably have Korich Fritz is playing good tennis, to be honest. Um, $1.62. Wow. Wow. What do I got? $1.65. <laughs> Nailed it. All right. Paid, man. That's uh, a double so or nothing that, question. That's, that's three out of five. Do you want to play double or nothing for 100 bucks? 100% is what I do. Play double or nothing. <laughs> Let's go. Double or nothing. James Dolan to sell the Knicks. 
Oh, more futures, you asshole. <laughs> <laughs> more futures. James Dolan to sell the Knicks. Yeah. I mean, we're talking huge odds. Huge odds. I mean, I should just get this because it's over. It should be over. Oh, my God. They'd be giving you Jewish odds, though, so I've got to bring it down a bit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say, like, oh, man. Far out. I'm going to say... Forty ones. It was a trick question. That's not actually a market, so you win hundred bucks to <laughs> hey, the uh, Great Barrier Reef. <laughs> I'll match it as well, man. So. Yeah, that's um, Sweet. that's certainly not a market. I don't know how they'd be able to. Uh, yeah, I'm going They're actually offering this. Yeah, <laughs> just taking money off punters as yeah. usual. <laughs> Assholes. Um. Yeah, unless they're, they're in tight with uh, Dolan, I don't think there's any fucking way... He's uh, selling the Knicks. He's not selling the Knicks, and they wouldn't know whether he was, I don't, mm. I don't think, so... Agreed. Yeah, man. But um, thanks for coming in, and that's pretty interesting. I like... Uh, yeah, I'm into sports, I'm into betting, so... Pleasure, man. Nah, anytime. It's, uh, it's a cool thing you got going. I really, I really like it. So yeah, cheers, man. All the best I, like, I like what you've got going. Yeah. Too, so it's, uh, I'm doing pretty well at the moment. It's so, good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you've got to get you going. It's good. Yeah. Nah, um, nah. Thanks for having me, bro. Appreciate yeah. it. So, um, everybody, that's Bet with Joel. Um, look him up on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, everything, and there's there's links everywhere to sign up. Um, there's different packages. Bronze, silver, gold, black packages, and you get more with each package. And um, the more you get, the more you win, man. So sign up and um, start making a little money on the side of your your stupid nine to five. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Cheers, Clever. No worries. For real, for real, for real time. Cause you make my earthquake. Oh, you make my earthquake. That was um, that was dope, and that's interesting. That's interesting how these cats. I think it's almost that's like uh, what would you call it? Um, oh shit. Um, when you discrimination, it's like discrimination that that these these guys just are losing, right? They're losing to just one man. They're making so much money off of so many men and they're losing to one man and they, they restrict his betting. And I get it. Like, cause I, like I said to Joel, casinos, casinos do that shit. They'll kick you out if you have a, one good night, even though they're just like fucking raking in the cash night after night after night after night, you know? But that happens. I remember my 18th birthday. I don't remember what we really did before... But I know our first stop when we went out onto the town was the Adelaide Casino. And it was me and uh, my friend Luke, uh, Luke Fidock, who I'm actually still very good friends with today. And sometimes, remember remember when you were like best friends with someone when you were young and then you, you just like never were again? That sort of happens sometimes, bruh. Um, like we've got Money Making Mitch, our, our producer of the Welcome to the Potty podcast, but there's a friend... I used to be best friends with this dude called Mitch Langley from probably first grade till at least eighth grade. 
and we were still friends through high school except we that's when we started to separate and then after high school i don't think i've seen him since um but his it's interesting because his instagram name is money making meech um and we actually have money making mitch in here triple m we like to call him so um yeah that's just interesting but i told you guys the origins of money making mitch's uh, nickname um so what was i saying before that uh my friend oh my friend luke fardock what was i saying about him oh yeah we shared um a birthday celebration for our joint 18th and we ended up going to the adelaide casino um and my mom actually came and she we she got dropped off by my stepdad and she had a feeling because we were so fucked up me and my friends and and me and luke and, and our friends um she she said to my stepdad matthew she said um don't just go home just yet uh maybe just wait half an hour and and see how this all plays out and uh the way it played out was that um yeah we were super fucked up um and so what that means is that when i lost my money i yelled at the uh well we all yelled it was a big group of us and we were like fuck you to the dealer and we got kicked out of the casino that night so my first ever night in the adelaide casino was actually um the first time that i got kicked out of a casino but uh, i'm i'm proud to say that i haven't been kicked out since but um yeah man that's uh that's dope how his job joel's job is just he just researches all day and watches sports um yeah it's fucking dope he just watches sports researches and uh helps dudes like me uninformed dudes sports fans get their money up bro so yeah um and this isn't supposed to just be a massive uh ad today for bet with joel he is our first major sponsor of the welcome to the potty podcast um but um yeah it's it's dope i'm actually i actually do use it and um i've been getting my money up something chronic and i uh if you if you don't watch out um when i interact with you i'm gonna call you i'm gonna call you a a, a poor um c word a poor cunt you know poor kunzi um and i'm gonna tell you to get your money up so um yeah man uh, we got, we did a donation to the uh, Great Barrier Reef Foundation, Save the Reef. We bloody, we talked sports betting. Um, you know where to find Joel, Bet With Joel. Look him up, Facebook, Instagram, website, Bet With Joel. And welcome to the potty. You know us, we're on everything. Tell a friend to tell a friend, get your referral bonus um, for telling a friend to tell a friend. And, um, yeah, man, this is Welcome to the Party, and as always, bang bang.